We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about how to restart your real estate business in a new market. But first, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. Give me an opportunity to talk to you about your title needs. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms and let's get a conversation started. Today's guest is Brandon Hayes. He's a realtor with the Top Equity Group at Real. He has moved his business down from Oregon uh, to Texas, the DFW market. He is a wonderful partner of mine. So I wanted to have him on the show today because I thought it was really interesting that he has become so successful here once he has relocated his business. So I wanted him to talk to you today about how he did that. So thank you for being on the show today, Brandon. Thanks for having me today. It's always great to see you. I get to see you a lot, which makes me very happy. So, um, and you're always a very warm and welcoming welcoming person. I love the fact that you always invite me to the block parties. I haven't made one yet, but I love the fact that I get invited. (laughs) The invites will keep coming. Too. And now that I know you have a Traeger Pelly grill, I might actually I might have to make it a point to show up. Anytime. We've got one coming up actually here shortly. Well, thank you, Brandon. Um, I'm one of those people that like to kind of dive right in. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. I'd like for you to start by giving us the backstory of why you decided to move to DFW from Oregon. And because I know you had a really established business in Oregon. So will you give us your backstory of how you got here? Yeah, so it was. Uh, I've been licensed up there since 2012. Okay, and uh, I love what I do. Just get to talk to people and help people. You know, it's just uh, people have problems. And we got to find the solutions. For You're them, a hustler right? too. So I, 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 like I said, you know, when you love what you do, like. You're yeah. not working, right? Right. Um, so I guess the the backstory is uh, I moved my family from the Portland area in like 2017 to Central Oregon, the Bend okay. area. It was amazing. It was outdoor life, anything you could ask for, a river flowing through it. So I had to actually transition my business. That was like step one from was going three hours away. I would commute sometimes back over the mountain to the Portland area. Uh, so that was like the first like first little gist of me relocating my business from uh, from where it began. Um, that three hours is a stretch. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, like there were some times where I, you know, went out there for a listing appointment. I would stay out there for the night and then drive back. Okay. I, I did that do the day. Sense. I did do the day trip though a couple times. And that was, uh, a whooping. Yeah, it was it was it was wild. A lot of miles. I mean, you can almost get to well, you can get to North Austin in three hours. So yeah, it was. It's uh, a lot of driving. I will tell you, I have uh, you know narrowed down my little you know my parameters yeah. and my my circumference uh, so, lately. But so you were kind of teed up a little bit to move here because you had started that kind of a transition. Yes, already moving it from Portland to I'm sorry that was, uh, Bend. Bend. Yeah. Okay. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, <laughs> it was amazing too. And it actually blew up. Uh, it blew up probably like 15 through 19. It was just going, it was going wild. Kind of what, like right be right before what happened here in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyways, when COVID hit the Rona season, uh, that was kind of, kind of shook everything up a little bit. And, Oregon, for people who know it, like they run things a little different up a there. A little bit different. Yeah, a little different. You literally made my jaw drop to the I, table with some of your stories. It is kind of crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> we just, uh, I guess in a nutshell, we just wanted to give the boys uh, just a life of 
being kids and having fun, yeah. being able to play sports, no, you know, requirements or, you know, kind of some of the nonsense that they, you know. We yeah, you guys are a big there. softball family. Oh, uh, baseball oh. and football. Yeah. Oh, baseball. I'm baseball sorry. And football. Why was I thinking softball? Because I know I play the answer. Softball. Okay, that's yeah, why. I, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't get that from nowhere. <laughs> I will tell you too. I was playing up there too, but down here, it's a complete. It's a culture. Oh, like it's, it's, it's a, a life. It, it is. It, there's, there's a tournament every weekend, whether it's <laughs> Carrollton yeah. or it's Weatherford or uh, Forney, wherever, <laughs> you know, like it's, there's something happening every single weekend. And you're so, going, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I try to do one, one a month. One a month. But okay. I do, I do play on a season though, Sunday nights okay. up in Prosper in Frontier Park, but which is, uh, which is amazing. Okay. They haven't, uh, they haven't expanded to uh, the co-ed, but it's just men's right now, men's but they're, right now. but yeah, they have a great facility up there and it's, um, yeah, it's 13 teams. Like it's it's growing up there too. Okay. But it's awesome. So when you decided that you wanted to give your family a better life <clears throat> um because of some of the challenges with the I guess we could just say politics <laughs> in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, we could say that. <laughs> uh you you decided to move here. Why here? So my wife actually found this. So Texas and Florida were kind of the places we want to go. We heard that there the air was different down the here. The air was yeah, different. Yeah, the air was different down here. So uh but my wife, she just Googled like a great place to raise kids and have a family and all that stuff. Um, and we, she, we, we were looking at Frisco, McKinney, Prosper, Salina area, and we landed uh, in Prosper. Okay. And so, uh, and then after further research, like the schools are amazing. And, um, but I will say we, we've been a homeschool family since, I don't know, I think this is our seventh year. Okay. Possibly. Uh, maybe seven or eight. I don't even know. But we still wanted a good, you know, um, a small enough town that, you know, we could um, just raise the family and not really deal with a bunch of yep. nonsense. Okay. So you made the decision to move to DFW. How did you prepare to move your business? So we, it was like a, I don't know, Lacey, my wife, she mentioned it a couple times. Okay. And so I want to say it was like, oh, I don't even know. It was like August of 2020 when we really started thinking about it. And I want to say it was like December of 2020 when we actually made the decision. So I flew down, we flew down here and uh, it was March. It was right after the freeze, the big freeze, I believe, was yeah. in 21, wasn't it? Snowmageddon? Yeah, it, yeah, was. it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got here right after it all thawed. Okay. Uh, right after it all thawed. Right after it all thawed. Good um, <laughs> And then uh, we, yeah, we stayed at the Gaylord, which was an amazing, like, one of the best hotels here. Oh, yeah, it was you don't awesome. Have to leave. Oh, it was it's awesome. Everything. The kids go bananas. Yeah, yeah, it was a kid-free. It was a kid-free like journey though. Yeah. Uh, so oh, we, we got oh, down. Okay. Yeah. So we got down here. We kind of just checked out the whole little layout. Got turned around. GPS sent us in all these different ways. You know. So, but <laughs> I will say, uh, Texas ain't small, Brandon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the Google Maps can't even keep up with the traffic here, <laughs> or the routes that you're supposed to go. I swear, the first little bit I got down here and it was like turn left here. I would turn left and then it was like. You know, do a five a five forty and go the opposite way. And I was like, oh my it was it was wild. Uh but yeah, we got down here and um kind of mapped it all out. And then I flew back in April. I, I actually started my real estate test. Uh it was April sixth. It was the day after my birthday. Okay. And then uh I flew down here again May first to take my test. So that was like I just I, I I don't even know. It was a 180 hour test. Yeah, to get happy your, birthday. That's a I know. That's it a was, fun thing to it do. Was, it was birthday. pretty. It was challenging, but I yeah. was like, "You better pass the first time, that's right. Brandon. Like, <laughs> like, you better pass. Like, there's no other option." Uh, so uh, I did pass the first time. 
Uh, I don't know if it was like a 70, you know, 75 and a half or whatnot, but it was, it was enough. Yeah, it was enough. Yeah. So I knocked out both of those and then we, uh, we had our U-Haul and a pod loaded up and we left May, uh, the end of May. Okay. Yeah. We got down here June 2nd. June 2nd, 20. 21. 21. Okay. So you got here. Did you do anything to prep your business to move here? Um, so what I did was I started making a lot of conversations, like with like just a lot of friends and announcements and whatnot in on social, in social media. And then come to find out there was like seven families that were right behind us. I got it. And so that was a good, that like kind of project or whatever propelled my business to get like running right off the bat. So I think that's a really big golden nugget that you just said is before <clears throat> you move, leverage your the database you have where you are. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of people moving here, right? <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of people moving yeah. here. So you picked a very robust relocation area, right? Yep. And so because of that, and because you leveraged your database and informed your client, you informed the people that you knew, your sphere, what you were doing, you were able to get, set yourself up with some some transactions when you got here, which is brilliant. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that helped. And uh, we just, uh, yeah, since we got down here, like and then it was just a, like a word of mouth thing like everybody just started asking like what was the what's the deal about texas i kind of explained the whole situation on why we were relocating and there was way more people than i i thought See, that I were, had the same mindset that's super it is super interesting yeah. because i think that a lot of people get here they have a misconception they have to get here and start here from scratch start at home yeah start at home absolutely especially because of where we are yeah. right uh, yeah, and this is one of the best real estate markets. Like, there's 8.3 or something like that million people in the DFW area. Ugh, I heard that's, yeah, a, lot that's a lot of people. That's a lot of homes Didn't and a lot of buyers and sellers. <laughs> so there is an I endless supply. When. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure DF, DFW is also expanding quite a bit too. So where yeah, you live, of up course, in, yes. That, that's like that used to not even be the edge. Oh, I know. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I used to drive up there in my first job in real estate and it was dirt roads. Oh, so yeah, yeah I, yes, it has come a long way. But I, I love what you said about leveraging the sphere you have where you are. Now, you did a lot of flying back and forth for a while, or you still do. Oh, so uh, I only, I've only actually flown back once. I'm you've still, only flown back once because yeah. you helped. Okay, but you had you still had transactions up in Oregon that you continued to do, even though you were you moved, had moved here. Yeah, I which actually, also helped your business. Yeah, that did help because like half of my deals were still uh, out of Oregon. Okay, uh, and you didn't when, give up any of that business. No, you had a team up there or someone. To no, help it you? was no, it was just all me. I had the system in place though. Okay, so whether mostly listings. Um, right. I only did a couple buyers well, right. cause I've got those yeah. eyes, you know, those inspector eyes to go through, look at like cracks, look at whatever foundations, whatever needs to happen. Like I've, I met this old timer one time and he was the first guy who never got inspections when I sold him houses. He would like buy houses for grandkids and finance them for him. And I'll tell you what, this guy showed me what to look for and whatnot, like what to pass on and what to you know, just kind of break down a house. Mm -hmm. And so I love being able to do that with a buyer when I walk into a house, show them a house and be like, hey, these are the things that we can see. Obviously, we'll get an inspection and whatnot and see, like find out stuff that we don't see. But um, mostly it was all listings. And I still have closed um, a few deals this year up in Oregon as well. Salute. Okay. So... You didn't really work any buyers still up there, but you were able to go ahead and finish out your listing transactions remotely. And yeah. you said you had a system. Are you going to keep it proprietary? Are you going to no, share? No, 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 no. So, I mean, as long as you have like photos have to look amazing. 
That's okay. that's step one. Like photos, they better make the house look better than the house is, right? To get people in. Always. We can see that all the time. And it's kind of funny when you see a listing and you're like, what are these photos you see? Right. This other, like, uh, yeah. I, why would you hire somebody to list your house when the photos? They took them with their iPhone. Uh, yeah, I, 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 no, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So that's, that's the key thing. So the biggest, uh, most, most of my business still came from my sphere up there. I wasn't doing any, um, cultivating. Like, yeah. I wasn't yeah. cultivating any new, a lot of word of mouth though. Still, I, okay. I sold some houses of people who knew me and was like, Brandon's is where you need to be. Like, the only choice. And so I was able to still do that. And like, I, I've got a listing up there right now. I've sold uh, a few other ones this year. I do think I'm going to probably let that license go and just refer it out. I've got a couple of amazing referral partners up there now that I can just kind of let it go, kind of burn the ship, right? Yeah. And um, well, the longer the year gone, it's just going to naturally start to dissipate if you don't yeah. have someone there working it, right? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. So, and your business has gotten here, got here, gotten big enough. So so that brings me to my next question. So let's talk about your ground game approach here, right? Yeah. So what did what was your ground game approach when you got here? Meaning, what was the most important? What were the most important activities and tasks that you had to do to stay diligent about getting business once you got here? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing was is just get connected, right? Okay. So my um, my two youngest boys, they are they are just sports minded, just little athletes. So yep. the first thing we did was uh, they were in some uh, baseball tra uh, camps. They were in basketball camps on that first summer that we got here before we even had like our flag in the ground, right? Okay. Pretty much before we were in our house and whatnot. And so I started there. Um, and then I don't really have like the conversation. People come up to me and they ask me like, what do you do? Like, I don't do the typical, I'm a realtor, can I help you? Do you have a friend? Sure, Looking to sure, buy or sell. Sure. You know what I mean? So uh, I mentioned this before and uh, people ask me, I just let them know I'm in sales. And then once they do that, if they really care, they'll ask me what type of sales or mm -hmm. what avenue it is. And then from there, um, I'll go into it a little bit and then uh, build that rapport initially. So once we got, uh, so to answer your question, so sports were the first thing. Okay. Uh, Softball. I was playing softball down here when I came down here to uh, to take my tests and to look around. Like I found a community already. Oh, you didn't even live here, and you're I didn't even live here. Play softball. I yeah. just went to you know softball and DFW <laughs> little Facebook group and got a part of it. And I was like, hey, I, I linked sneaky, up with a couple people, Brandon. and I was like, hey, I'm gonna be in town. You guys have any games going on? He was like, yeah. absolutely. That's Peanut, awesome. Peanut, I love you, buddy. Thank you for bringing me in. <laughs> um, so, and then the softball community. Once we got planted, uh, that was big because. I joined a few different tournament groups and uh, teams, and we play in different locations, trying to get a feel for whatever, just getting the name out there too. And then uh, we found a church, we got plugged into there too. Once again, another community. And then um, we uh, we homeschool, so that was another another avenue. So that was four groups right there. Well, wait a minute, explain right to everyone how homeschooling is an avenue, because most people I would think would think it would be a hindrance because they're not going to school, so you don't have any PTA and you don't yeah. have, you know, those meet the teachers and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. so we're uh, a part of a homeschool group called Classical Conversations. And it's a, it's a, I think it's actually worldwide. Okay. But uh, um, the whole bunch, it's regional. So the the campus that we're we go to they do meet once a week and it's pretty hands-on and it's pretty like um there, there's a couple other times a week where the group still gets together even outside the one community day okay so like it's uh it's more than what it used to be 
Yeah. I used to have all more. these crazy thoughts about I know, you yeah, homeschool. Into yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so all these misconceptions and whatnot. And um, but yeah, they uh it was it's really big. And we yeah, we do a lot of groups and I've gotten a lot of leads actually. I've gotten probably more deals from the homeschool community than I have on the other three. Okay. I would say, yeah. Well, I would think the other ones would have other like your competitors are there. I will say dads. though, I mean, there are a few other, you know, realtors and church the yeah. realtors, like, you know, a lot of realtors go to church, right? Oh, yeah. So high, high competition there, but absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, really it's just a, it's a, it's a personal game, right? Like it is. it's just it's relationship yeah, business. That's You're all right. it is. Like you just, I don't know. I love, I love people. You do love people. I do I, love I people. Know. I'm a I hugger too. About, you are a hugger. And that was tough during the whole yeah. Rona season trying to hug people, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, people would come in. I'm like, dude, bring it in, bring it in. All right. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you can sanitize if you want, but yeah, but that's all it is. It's just starting the conversation. Once the conversation gets going, like, you know, like if you're genuine and uh, if you're a genuine person and, I don't know. When I have a conversation with somebody, I try to put the conversation back on them. You know, mm -hmm. I like, I just, I want to know more about you and I want to know what, whatever all the questions See, are. I think that's another golden nugget that you have said today is when you're building relationships with people, if you are truly genuine with them, like you're not there because you have an ulterior motive that you want a real estate transaction. Absolutely. You are there first and foremost because you genuinely mm -hmm. want to connect with people. Yeah. And so uh, people know, people can feel that, right? And Absolutely. We know the, we know the answer that people do business with people know they know, like, and trust. So Absolutely. you're easy to get to know. You're very genuine. You're easy to connect that. with. So I can see how that works out really well for you. And you're, you know what? You're just like me though. You know, like <laughs> you are a people person as well. Don't and tell so, anybody. Uh, whatever. You got a light, you know, an aura around you when you walk in the room, people stop the music. The DJ stops the music and camera is in the house. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let me ask you, did you face <clears throat> any challenges trying to get up and running here? Uh, I mean, I didn't have that sphere that I had up in Oregon where I built a business and people knew my business. So I really had to, you know, I, yeah, I did have some challenges for sure. But so I, you saw, let's put aside, let's, let's, um, isolate this a bit. Okay. So let's put aside the business, the, the business that you got from people moving down here to Oregon, which yeah. was fantastic by the way. Yeah. Um, trying to start over here, you still have to do that yes. part, right? Absolutely. So the challenge is, is you didn't have a sphere here. Now you immediately did what, what we know realtors do that you plug into the community, yeah, right? Absolutely. And so you did that. Do you know how long it took you to get your first deal from a referral that was tr tr truly genuine from your development efforts here? Oh, I mean, actually I got, it was probably, I think it was like, it was that th uh, three or fourth month, I want to okay. say. like before. That's actually really, really good. Um, I mean, I was a recruiter for a hot minute and I always told, I mean, these are newer agents, nine to 12 months or people yeah. that relocated here, nine to 12 months before you get your first transaction. So the fact that you got one in three to four months. Yeah. I want to say it was like in that, like a hundred and like a, right, a little over a hundred days. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that was like closing though too. So that was a closing though as well. What do you mean? Uh, that wasn't just like meeting somebody and showing oh, no, no, them. No, no, yeah, yeah. Get your first real estate transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you said three to four months. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right around that hundred days. Okay, 
That's really so, good. Yeah, you we were plugging in hardcore then. Yeah, well, I had a couple people move down right after us, and I had a couple closings before that, uh, just with the sphere. But yeah, like the the newbies and like the new clientele. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Three to four months. Yep. And was, this, but this was also, we also have to keep in mind, we're in a very different market now. Absolutely. So three to four months in 2021 is very different than three to four months he, today. To uh, three or four months, to, that would have equated to probably six to nine months today. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, it has slowed down a little bit, but people, there's, like you see it, like there's still transactions happening. Oh, there are still yeah. transactions, just not to the level it was in 20. I wish. Yeah. Oops, a lot of people don't. But. There's there's a lot of people that have left though too on the uh on You're the, right. the, the realtor, realtor world. Pool yeah. has narrowed a bit. Yeah, that yeah. is for sure. And, and I, we may see a continued narrowing. I was just going to say that too. Like there's going to be another chunk that doesn't renew at the first of the year. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens with all of the commission lawsuits, which we're not going to go down that rabbit hole today. But there is a prediction that it will help. It will also narrow the realtor pool. I, I agree with that. But I also think like next year is a uh, it's an election year. Though, it too. is. So I feel that I don't know. I feel like it's still going to be good because people are going to want the votes. Right. Yeah. And so I think they're going to do some things to. Whatever. I don't Look, hate that gas is two forty-eight a gallon right now. No, so. Not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. <laughs> so, um, and my dad would be proud of me that I knew how much gas was because he asked me all the time, and I'm like, I don't know, Dad. I just fill up. But anyway, I happen to notice that one. <laughs> just yesterday. don't use the just don't use the Christmas green nozzle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Never, but there are TikToks about that. It's hilarious. I heard um, that. I heard that. Okay, so this may not be a question that's applicable to you, considering you had so many referral transactions from your home state. But did you have to? Did you feel like you needed to financially prepare for a drought moving down here in your real estate business? I mean, moving in general was like well, that's incredibly yeah, expensive. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't cheap, right? And uh, I think we we probably only moved with like forty percent of our stuff too. Uh, we got rid of a lot of stuff and we started fresh okay. uh, once we got down here. And so, uh, I I mean, we we were prepared, but um, I don't know. We hit the ground running. So it was, it was it like, it I all kind of worked together. To, yeah, I was kind of, <clears throat> kind of trying to narrow in. Like, did you think that you might have a six-month drought and, and financially prepare for a six-month drought when you got here? You can't have a six-month drought. Oh, you can't. Okay. You can't. You can't. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, w I mean, you should definitely, you should definitely have at least like three months ready to go, just in okay. case. I mean, look, I think it's, I think it's a warranted conversation when you're completely relocating, Absolutely. right? From one <clears throat> state to another that's nowhere near each other. Yeah. So it's a practical conversation to have. Um, yeah, absolutely. I hear what you're saying, and I do always appreciate your hustle, but it, it, preparing for six months to me sounds extremely reasonable. I think that's uh, you can't go wrong with that. Okay. Uh, any advice for a realtor needing to relocate? Did you, meaning what were the most, maybe what were your most valuable lessons that you learned? Challenges, solution. Yeah, I would say um, it's kind of like the same advice I would give somebody today that's looking for business next year, right? Okay. You got to start now. And so whether that is, there's multiple ways to, you know, like you can find numbers all over the place. You can buy lists. You can go remind what we talked about a couple of times, you know, like that, having that tool, that was amazing. But I mean, this is a 30, 60, 90 day business. So like in order for, you know, January, February to be good, like you got to start making the calls September, October, November, right? Because 
whatever you do, like it sets you up for the future. So my biggest thing is if you are going to relocate, get plugged into some circles that, like I mentioned before, uh, some interests and you know, like that's, that would be my first thing I would say. And you can even start by doing some PPC, um, PPC. uh, pay-per-click. Oh yeah. Just running some Google ads and, yep. uh, website. You gotta have a, like, you gotta have a website. People want to know your, you gotta have a CRM. You gotta yeah, have a website. You, you have to. Look, Brandon, there's a couple of things that are against my religion to talk about on my podcast. Okay. We don't talk about CRMs or websites. If you ain't got one, this is the wrong podcast yeah, for you. I, okay? I agree. <laughs> I agree. So I had, I had one website when I first started and, uh, I was running some ads to that, but then I've, I've just revamped it. I met this amazing guy. Can I give a little shout out to MJ Jackson? You are phenomenal. Uh, so I, uh, I have built the website, but he helped me with the content and SEO. Okay. And I'll tell you. I've is, really what is his specialty? Is that his specialty? Yeah, he's, his he's, website building? Is he a realtor? Yeah. No, he's, he's not a realtor, okay. but he uh, he's worked in the, the car industry and he does a lot of stuff with the automotive uh, genre, shall we say. Does he but, work for other, is he hire? Yeah, he yeah. You can, What's uh, his name? His name is again? Michael Jackson. Yeah, Stop it. I swear, MJ, call him. Shout okay. out, buddy. I love you. Uh, and you do great work. I appreciate you. Uh, viralfootprint.com. Viral, viralfootprint.com. Yeah. And you can go, you can shoot him a little email at viralfootprint at mail.com. Viralfootprint at mail.com. Yeah, it. so this guy, uh, so I I built, uh, I we, we use Chime. Um, we have Chime available to us at my brokerage. Is uh, what is Chime? Explain so Chime, to the non-real. Yeah, so Chime is one of the best tools I've used. Uh, I've used Top Producer. That was the very first one way back in my Arizona real estate days. Uh, that was just the CRM, and then we went to Boomtown. That was uh, at my company that I worked with up in Oregon. Stellar, I love you guys. I miss you guys too. Uh, and then, um, and then Chime is like Boomtown. But it's, okay. uh, I would say it's like on steroids, okay. you know? So it has all the features, all the, um, it's got everything. You can run ads through it too. I like to do my own ads. Is it owned by real? No, it's not. Okay. So anyone can. Yeah. Anybody can. We just get a special little deal. Understood. Them. Okay. Yeah. That's what I wanted to clarify yeah. though. But they have like a whole little website that you can use okay. to, uh, um, as well. Uh, I don't know what it is for the, the public if you wanted to, but if you're a team and you don't have anything like specific that you're using. I would definitely check that out. Okay. Chime. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Actually, it's not even Chime anymore. They just, uh, it's Lofty. Now. Lofty. Yeah. They just rebranded themselves. Okay. So Lofty. But, uh, Lofty. L-O-F-T-Y. But yeah, so uh, I built a website uh, through them. Um, and then he just came on, MJ came on and he was able to, he, he's just a, he's a magician when it comes to like SEO and content. And so that website, um, I would say if, I mean, feel free to check out top, uh, topequitygroup.com and we've got something available for every buyer out there. Like it doesn't matter if you're looking for something under 400, if you're looking for something under over 15 million, right? We've got like penthouses on there. We've got, it's, it's a great little one, one, one stop shop. Do you get leads from it? I do. Good. Yeah, I do. And, um, I've had, uh, and actually he's even helped me. So if you type in prosper realtor, like I'm one of the top, the one? I'm like the, usually one of the top, usually the top one, uh, one or two when it comes to the okay. businesses. But yeah, I got a, I just, uh, just closed on a deal actually from that uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, yeah, I've got leads pouring in regularly, which is from that, which is really good. 
Well, look, having a presence on Google, or you know, having your SEO set up is a, a highly important. Thing. I mean, that's what people do these days. They yeah. Google people, and that's know? that's just they way Google over things. My, they, they Google they, everything. I'm so not I can't tech tell savvy. You how many times I, I Google some? Oh, absolutely. You go like. Everything. Google it, right? Yeah. That's got to be one of the biggest if I don't phrases know ever. Somebody, then that's you know that's what I do, right? Um, so you said a couple of interesting things that weren't that that are that you were taught you were referring to this time of year, but it's also something that um, is important as a realtor or a salesperson in general. I mean, your pipeline setup, making sure that you're teeing up now. For the spring market, that's what you're doing, yeah, right? Absolutely. You're making contacts, you're building your network, you're setting things up for people that are going to be ready to buy in the spring. Yeah, okay, and, and sell. I, I really, buy I, love, and sell. I, yes, I, I love working with sellers. Of like, course, of course, and I love that you love working with sellers. Okay, <laughs> and then using Remind. Remind is an important farming tool. So your title company reps, your only title company. I have access to farming tools, but I refer my clients to Remind. The reason is, is because it's part of of Netris and you're already paying for Netris, right? Yeah. And farming tools cost money. Any kind of system is, or, or, um, um, any kind of system is going to cost something. This stuff doesn't roll out for free typically. Yeah. So Remind is part of Netris and it's a very robust farming, geo farming tool yep. that you can use to pipe, pull lists of people that are most likely to sell. And it actually gives you criteria to narrow down that list, like how much equity they have in the house and how long have they been there and things. Yeah. And then they rate them. Yep. You know, these people are most likely to sell so that you can target your farming. Yes, right? absolutely. So I think that's super important. And then you said buying list. Do you buy list right now? Uh, not since you introduced me to Remind. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so, good. Like Remind has now been my like go to list, and um, I mean I blasted out some emails, but mostly just getting on the phone and just dialing for dollars. Love it. Yeah, and I'll, you know what? Like uh, Remind, they do kind of categorize people like low, medium, or high. Yeah. On their like, yeah. Uh, um, I guess when they're ready to sell, I guess based on their you know, formula and whatnot. Yep. And even some of the lows though, some of the low, like there's gold and low. Okay. So, so I don't just always just call the highs or the mediums. Like I'll bust out a list and I'll just, uh, based off what I really am looking for in my like criteria, I will just, just jam down the list. Well, but that's setting up your pipeline, right? Because uh, you're not setting up just your 30-day pipeline, but you're yeah. setting up your 60, your 90, your 120, you know, and so on yeah. pipeline, right? Yeah, but I'm like, you know, like I've got a good lead right off of uh, uh, like when they categorize one as a low, I guess okay. is what I'm trying to say. So I've got uh, I've got a couple people like from that list that are going to sell like the beginning of the year. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So don't dis discount the low. Do you, uh, do you know a lot of agents that use that tool? Remind? Yeah. I do. I know. Some, well, I know a lot that have been introduced to it, whether or not okay. they leverage it. I'm not quite sure. Okay. I was at a little gathering a couple of weeks ago and it was brought up a few times, but Realist, I haven't really that's heard. That's another one. Realist. Is, okay. That's inside Netrust. A lot of realtors. Some of my top teams use real, real, Realist. Okay. I haven't really dove. It's like one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Uh, no, Your next one's thing. Realist, okay, Brandon. I'll okay. check that out. <laughs> All right. Well, Noted. this is where we have to stop for today. We're out of time. So any no. just burning desire, last minute advice you need to give? For people, um, realtors relocating. Whew, you know, what, you say, can say no. But. Yeah, you know what I would say: contact Tamara Gaty. Uh, That's what I would say. Thanks. And and do your transactions with her team because her team is. Uh, 
I love my title gallop in Oregon, and uh, I get the same little vibe that I get from working with you guys. Aww. So you guys Thanks, are Brandon. awesome. Yeah, you're I awesome. appreciate that so much. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Merry I appreciate Christmas you. to me. Merry- I got a compliment today. So, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So give me an opportunity to talk to you about your title needs, and you guys make it a great day. Thank you.